Welcome to After Hours with the Donnie Grubb Band. This is Kit. Thank you for hanging out with us during episode five. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I get the last one. Okay, you can have the last one. <laughs> Welcome to episode five. Is it five already? Yes, it's After Hours with the Donnie wow. Grubb Band. Eventually, we're going to have a fancy little opening intro thing. That was my responsibility, wasn't it? Well, I think it's a team effort that we kind of dropped the ball on. Totally it's not like we haven't been busy I've been or a little busy lately, <laughs> if Where you guys have you been? haven't noticed. Went to Canada. <laughs> no, we went to Canada. Yes, we did. You can't say Canada because I think that's a, another place, isn't it? Nah, I don't think so. It's Canadian. I don't know if Canada is a place. I mean, sure, we could just say yeah because, I mean, this, this is a pretty large planet we live on. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> so we got a buddy here. Scott Turn. Hey, Scott. Hello. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Hello. Scott wasn't quite ready for this. You know what you should do, Scott, though, for me, is just angle your microphone just a little bit in. There, there you go. Just to tinkle. There you go. More towards the mouth. There you go. Yeah, That's it. starting right. to sound good. So sweet. So we uh, we had a few days to digest what happened to us last week. <laughs> I, ha- I haven't. You know, honestly, you know, what? this is Thursday, so I have still not, like, recovered from all of last week. Dude. Not only like you know the constant movement and we okay so we did thirteen shows in mm. four days, thirteen. Yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. And uh, so my head's like buzzing from that, but like the the big thing is like my ears haven't popped from like coming down from the airplane descend. Yeah, mine, so, mine have. I'm feeling good from that. My throat's still fucked up. Now my my, you can't say the f word. I, I have so it's many. Family show. It is not. We have explicit next it's all live. Stuff. Okay, you can cuss. Yeah, but I, my my head's still like all stuffed up. I can't I can't hear anything. Yeah, well that, that was fine for me. My throat's all fucked up. And last night at about when I say last night, I mean this morning when my wife was supposed to wake up around six a.m. Uh huh. Like I started. I shouldn't even say when she was. It was like her last hour of sleep. You know how precious that is. Yeah. I was coughing like a motherfucker. I just could not stop. Like I just had so much coughing going on. So I think my kids listen to this. That's not my fault. <laughs> and you told me not to cuss. Right. Not now Two I feel F-bombs bad about in. like giving Scott a whole like, you yeah. know, con- you know. Here's the funny sudden, thing. I'm Go back guy. and watch the first four episodes and see oh. how much I've cussed in that. <laughs> yeah. We should put a cuss counter on you. We probably should. Yeah. But that that'd that, be, a good that, thing, that'd be a good drinking game. No. It wouldn't. No, that would not be a good game. Uh but but yeah, I I had two naps today because I couldn't wake up. Cuz yeah. yesterday was okay. Like I mm-hmm. I think I was still on the like the get home the high, mm-hmm. and then today I woke up back in America in the real world, yeah, and had to do things and uh, <laughs> didn't work out. Okay, so when I got home, I don't know about you guys, but so we got home Tuesday night, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think I slept ten hours straight, which is the most I think I've slept in a long time. So, but I woke up like just as tired, like I hadn't gone to sleep. So I ended up taking like two, like four hour naps, like yesterday. I took a nap today, you know, and I still feel like you know I haven't like regained yet. I uh, have maybe slept six hours at any given time. Well, you have two very small twins at home, so yeah. I think I'm napping no on the metric for you. system. Dude, I need to get a nap going on. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's imperative at this point. Yeah, you're you're kind of crabby. Yes, I'm, I came home to a crabby wife. So our, I'm our, like, okay, <laughs> I guess our, this is what we're gonna do. Our first night back to the hitching post, and you were crabby. That was crabby. And I wasn't my, crabby, my amp you know didn't blow up and shit like yours did. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. Like every time we come <laughs> back from time. every time we come back from like a big thing, you know, we come home, something goes awry. So today for me, it was my amp. You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know how an amp can go wrong sitting in its case because we didn't take that amp with us. No, it just sat here in its case. It you know, sit here though because you brought it to the rehearsal uh, spot at one point. Yeah, I did, but um, I took it home after. After rehearsal, and then it stayed there in my garage until we got back from Canada. With, with your kids that play guitar, that that's true. Okay. I, I, mm. Yeah, that's true. But it looked like those those tubes because it looks like a few tubes went out, right? I think so. I I, I tell you honestly what it was, what I think it is. So I came back here yesterday to kind of load everything back in and try to get us like, you know, all the heavy work like done, and I. Loaded my amp in the back of my amp's in an anvil case. It's in a flight case, you know, so it's protected. But I put it in the back back seat of my my truck, and as I was driving, I did hit the brakes and it fell over. Ooh. So I think that's what it was. But 
who yeah, knows? That probably did it. I'll get it home tomorrow and I'll look at it and see. But in the meantime, I got you know I'm playing through that awesome '71 mm-hmm. Super over there, which is yeah. But you were still excited that that was all going down. <laughs> I know I was. <laughs> he usually Donnie does really well if something goes wrong with yeah, the first what, set. It, usually what, within the first like song or two. I, I can't help it. You know that that first set, the first song is imperative to me. You know if the first song goes wrong for the night, then that just screws my whole night up. So not only did I not have my amp working right. You know, some buddy of, buddies of ours showed up tonight. You know, Christopher Shane and the whole mm-hmm. troop showed up. And they're sitting here watching us while I'm having a freaking <laughs> ant meltdown. You know what, though? They've all been there. I'm absolutely I, I, I know. Sure. We all have. But still, you know, it doesn't it doesn't help matters. But it was cool hanging out with those guys Yeah, tonight. it was awesome hanging out with those guys. Christopher Shane's a cool local fella starting to do some cool stuff. Yeah, bigger than local, man. They, they got a huge following. You know, they're doing a lot, a lot of big shows. Uh, they just... Uh, you know they're working on all their singles right now. They're not doing a like a an LP thing, but they're yeah. doing singles. A lot of bands Matt Soren played drums. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Matt's that's ridiculous. They were a, they were here tonight shooting a a video in the bull riding arena for their their single coming out in October, I believe. Um, but yeah, Matt Sorum's playing drums on that stuff. That's Matt Sorum's legit. You know, being a Guns N' Roses fan, yeah. man, I I geeked out over that. I love Matt Sorum. Can't go wrong, Matt. Not Sorum, as much as Kit Halloff, but I like Matt, Matt Sorum's Sorum. good stuff, man. He was uh, he was around for a while. I think he played with some other bands too. I can't remember any of them off the top. Yeah, of my he head he right was now. with uh, Slash of Snake Pit, mm-hmm. and he also did. Uh, I can't remember the name of the band that Slash did with uh, all the Jane's Addiction folks. No oh, shit. What was that? Anyway, he played in that also. Yeah, so he's around. He's been around for a while. Now he's yeah. playing with. Uh, I think he's on tour with Guns right now. Shane, that's pretty awesome. Those guys are cool, man. It was really cool getting ahead. There was an awful lot of bro love, and I, I'm not opposed to it. I thought that was kind of cool, yeah. like having a little powwow with them afterwards. And just yeah, Dave's like, my buddy, Dude, man. Dude, you're man. awesome. You're awesome. We, we did a show awesome. together at NASCAR awesome. last spring, was yeah. it? We did the NASCAR show together, and uh, I was floored by their show, man. They, 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 they put on a great, great show. Real high energy, like mm-hmm. Roots Rock kind of thing. You know, uh, it, It's a different zip code that we live in, but you know they are freaking awesome at what they do and yeah. you know dave's guitar playing is awesome and uh oh, after that show you know we hooked up on facebook and became good friends and it was awesome to jam with them tonight it was great yeah it so was thanks funny. dave it's funny when they all rolled in though because uh like none of them recognized me as a person in the band because i got like everybody that sits in front of me that apparently just nobody gets to see my face well i'm sorry about that but i take up <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ethan. Hi, Ethan. (laughs) Scared the crap out of me right there. Donnie thought you were the Hitching Post ghost for a second. Hey, that thing is real. It is real. I know it's real. We've had some weird things happen in here. Yes. I mean, with the lights off. (laughs) That sounded sexy right there. That was was a little inappropriate. (laughs) No F-bomb. Nothing nothing weird (laughs) happening, I promise. Donnie's sipping on his... Kit, talk to me, man. How was your week last week? Tell My me. week was awesome. Tell I had a fantastic your... week. That whole week was stupid, except for the fact that I was just exhausted at the end of every single day. Yeah? I, but that was all right. Like, I had a good time being exhausted at the end. Like you said, 13 shows. Yeah, it's like it's like going to the gym. You don't want to do it. I mean, well, except I did want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, it, it, it hurts the whole time. You're working your butt off, but you get home, and then you feel good about doing mm-hmm. it. That's how I was. You know, nice. I... I I, I drank very little and worked a lot last week, but when I got home, you know, my body still was, hated my guts. It was letting but, you know But that. it was a good hurt. It, it remembers really what hurt. you did last week. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah. Well, Scotty, did you have a good time last I week? I had a great time last week, and uh, I think you were talking about your you met your goal every day by hmm. – your your watch goal. Yeah, my my Apple Watch loved me last week. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty like, sure all my little circles were closed. I'm pretty sure by one in the morning every night that we played, like it said that I hit my goal for the day already. I think we we don't think about it because every stage is only about 500 yards apart. Yeah, uh, but we're walking that. Yeah, quite a bit through. Not through only the day walking, and, but you know, hauling gear and uh, and eight miles a day later. Yeah. You wonder why you're tired, and we got home. I, th- I don't think we got to sleep any day before five thirty in the morning. No, no. I think you uh, know Scott and I were roommates last week, um, uh, and what that was we, awesome. Our average, like getting home, was like four thirty before mm-hmm. we got, actually got into bed. Not together. <laughs> um, <laughs> Very close, though. So. But yeah, so we were in bed by you know four, asleep by five or so, and then up uh, up at eleven, you know, at the latest, and then right back to the festival. It was a, uh, it was moving. 
Yes, again, I can't get over the amount of talent that was up there. Like, yeah, not necessarily just like the people from the states, but everybody from Canada. Like, it's just stupid the amount of talent that they it, have. It's 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 intimidating, but it it's like a big warm blanket at the same time. Yeah. You know, being surrounded by such like accomplished you know musicians, pe- people that are doing you know great great things you know in music, and then you know having a relationship with those people in person. That's a that, that that's something that you can't really put into words. That's a mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty special feeling, and I yeah, man. Well, I, I mean, like that. just like like we, we've talked about Appalooza, Appalooza a few times, but um, those are the, that was like a bunch of dudes that like we never met before. I mean, we might have met Charlie a little bit. Like I don't think I did, but I think maybe you did and Cliff did oh, last we, year. We crossed each other last year, but we never uh, really met. So you met Charlie from Jackson Hollow because he, that's where he played with last year, but then yeah. he was with Appalooza this year. And just like those dudes are just so cool. Those dudes are just like, ah, be our friends. Yeah. Charlie's amazing, by the way. Yes. We can't stop yeah, talking. A, Jake was awesome too. Yeah. Like all of them. Like Courtney was cool. That yeah, Jada Courtney's girl. Cool. Like it. Okay, there's this chick, Jada McKenzie. I can't remember her last, her second last name that she had there. I don't remember either. But, but anyways, that that girl could sing, dude. Yeah, so she got up and uh, we were playing like the after hours party saloon stage, and uh, I, I hadn't, I didn't know her yet. I mean, I knew of her, but I didn't know her. And she came up and did uh, what was it, Ten- Tennessee, Tennessee whiskey. whiskey with us, dude. And it freaking floored me, man. That girl can sing. Yes. You know, it was hard to play guitar standing behind her because it was, it was. Yeah, you couldn't believe what you were hearing. Yeah. That big old voice coming out of that little tiny girl. She's so small. Like, she might be four foot tall if she was lucky. Eleven, maybe? Maybe, maybe. (laughs) She's down there. Yeah. I'll tell you another surprise, too, was, was, was Charlie. Oh, yeah. He was so quiet and so reserved (laughs) and just carrying equipment. And then next thing I know. He's standing on a bass, you know, so he played. Spinning it. Yeah, so he plays uh, upright bass and electric bass. He, I mean, he's a he's a great musician. Um, at one point, I saw him. Correct me if I'm wrong, but at one point in this festival, I saw him wearing a hot dog outfit, standing on top of that. a stand up bass. I saw the while playing of it. his electric bass. Yeah, I saw he, the he picture. He was of it. the mascot on the river stage for the hot dog. <laughs> yeah, is that what that was? That's what that <laughs> That's was. That's fantastic. He, he actually came over and got the hot dog outfit from the guy who. Was running the hot dog stand yeah. and put it on, and then jumped on top of a base. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a true performer, man. Dude, he's I, a great guy. I hope he got all the hot dogs he wanted all weekend. <laughs> I <hope> so too. <laughs> <laughs> I could say so many dirty things about I, that. I don't think that's what I he won't. was looking for. <laughs> but yeah, he 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 impressed the hell out of me. Yeah, I told him the next morning. I I, I, I talked to him and I, I said that that was the biggest shock of the weekend. Was just. I, because he's so quiet and so reserved, timid, and so yeah. nice, and then all of a sudden, when he's on, it's he's on one hundred percent. And the next thing you know, he's carrying gear out and packing mm-hmm. up and yeah. going home quietly. Yeah, right. skipping. You know, great guy. <laughs> Appaloosa, the whole band—they were all great. Absolutely, love them all. I mean, not, I mean, then we keep talking about them, and I mean, we were there with all these like you know world class performers, you know. Yeah, so uh, we we, we shared awesome. a stage this week with uh, with uh, Lee Bryce, with uh, Jason Aldean, with uh, Brothers Osborne, um, who uh, might I mean Dominion. Old Dominion. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. We had a whole bunch. Man, there was a bunch. Well, Still a blur. I don't have my yeah. shirt on, so I can't look at who was on there. Right. But yeah, it was just it was a. Stupid good lineup and <laughs> Appaloosa like absolutely blew us away. Dude. Yeah, it was awesome. They're 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 a great band. Yes, uh, and you so played with them one night. They yeah, I did get so, to play with them. So they, they had like a they, the had, they had a drummer failure at one point where like their drummer was obligated somewhere else out of town, so he had to leave. So they had a gig that they needed a drummer on. Kit being the adamant professional that he is adamant. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little That's sour about this. I'm not sour. I'm maybe a little jealous, but so they, they, you know, kid is asked to to do a set with Appaloosa, and proud to say, absolutely nailed it. I didn't songs know that he songs. never never heard before. Songs he didn't have any idea how they went. He nailed those things. I remember, like there was one night where uh, uh, Appaloosa did an Aaron Goodwin song, you know, mm-hmm. Lonely Drum, and you don't know that song. I've heard it a few times. Nailed it. Full of times. Nailed it. Handful of times, Tom McKillop, you know, great producer, the guy that actually produced that album. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't um, know he produced. I, th- that. I think Tom did that album. 
Probably. Um, anyway, he sat over to the side and he's like, how is he doing this? He's never, he doesn't know this stuff. Jedi you know? mind trick. <laughs> Jedi mind trick. You all think I know this song. <laughs> <laughs> I was proud of you. Well, thanks, buddy. No, dude, it was a whole, like, everybody. It was just a, was like, just talking about the effort that everybody put in that just was a part of Donnie Grubb band, you know? Like, uh, Scott and, and George and yeah, everybody um, killed it. Chad, like, were all very helpful. Like, it was so cool that, seeing that you guys just go in there and, like, yeah. whatever needed to happen at the festival, you were there on top of playing with us, you know? Well, so, I think that festival, I think that comes from, like, Kenny Hess down and, like, from the, We've been there now three years, but mm-hmm. everybody at that festival, it starts with him where he works so hard, and there's so much energy that everybody that, that works at that festival puts into it. How can you not? Well, it's not a joke involved. because, like, last year, like, like we say he works hard, but I'm, I'm not joking. Like, last year, we got in, like, two days before the festival was set up, and Kenny was out there moving porta-potties. Yeah, like he, he, he's the dude that's like running the festival and he's out there moving porta potties where he could absolutely have somebody else do it. But he's just like, well, it needs to get done. Yeah, I'm going to go I, do it. I, there's a reason why I'm very proud to know that man. He's yeah. got to be the hardest working guy in country music. You know, yeah. he's uh, he works his ass off. Mm-hmm. You know, he, 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 he pulls this whole festival together that he's been doing for years and has grown to immense size because, you know, he's the one that's out there. You know, with the knee pads and the gloves, no, it's not a know, joke. Building the things that need to happen. You like know? he is beat up by the time that he gets to his yeah, first, and not, first not only, night performance. And not only to mention that he's not only is he building this festival, but then he goes out and performs and kills it. You know, and you know, it, standing behind him, looking at thousands of people, mm-hmm. is such a proud thing for me. And to, to just to be a part of that work ethic that he has. You know, I mean, and everybody up there loves him. You know, Kenny Hess is. He's like Elvis, you know. It, it, as far as you know, I don't, I don't know. He's got but, those what? sweet moves too, like Elvis. <laughs> well, you know? He does, but I think, I think, it, and you guys talked to him a little bit. And and that festival was the Mountain River Festival. Uh, is that it's right? The Merritt Mountain, Merritt Mountain, Merritt Mountain Festival. Festival, and it went under. But he started building that kind of a, as a grassroots yeah. event, right? Yeah, he picked like, that up, he, and he was he was doing that on his family farm, and then it moved to that location. Yeah, call after it like they the went Hess under. Hoedown, or the Hess Hoedown, like that. yeah. And it's an awesome uh, name. yeah, it, it it is an awesome name. I, I kind of wish it was that. sticking around, but uh, yeah, he what he has done with that whole thing is is amazing. That's that's something that like a very small handful of people in this world. I was gonna could say do. there's like I don't know anybody else that could probably that would be able to just do something like that. Having Live Nation involved now, I mean that's a huge deal, yeah, and I'm I'm very proud to know that guy. I think he still scares some of those people because how hard he works. I I, yeah. I do think you know, so. I don't think there's like you said nobody nobody will work that hard uh, that I've ever met to to build something. Yeah, and yeah. make something happen. Yeah, he's the, he's the epitome of like having a dream and working for it. You know that's that's why I love Kenny as much as I do, man. I, I consider him like you know a, a you know a solid hero in my eyes because he's taken something that like there's not a lot of people in this world can do. And you know most people will write off as impossible, and he'll do it. Yeah, you know, he makes it happen, and he's he's made this whole thing happen. And, you know, and as Americans, like we we, we don't think of uh, Canada a whole lot, and we're not like usually we're just like, oh, there's not a whole lot happening up there. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that's, totally a lot happening yeah, that, up that's there. Full crap. Some... You know what? 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 <laughs> now that we're on that, let me let me mm-hmm. say this. Okay, so you know, down here in our neck of the woods, you know, you see a lot of of the culture like dying a little bit. You know, but it's 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 alive and well up there. You know, to see it thriving the way it is, you know, it's uh, it's it's very inspiring. And that's what I have it to say. It really about is. That. And you know what else I'm gonna do that's inspiring? Is I'm gonna go over here and fix his mic because it pissed me the f off real quick. Hey, welcome back. Well, hello there. Hold welcome on, back. hold on. Oh, I'm slapping you in the face there. Sorry. Had to get it. We had a beer break and you know fix Scott's goofy mic situation there. Yeah. I think we got it now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My OCD was kind of going crazy. On I that was too, dude. It looked like well, I was a, told well, not to touch. I'm not so going to say what it looked I did like. What I was told. So. I appreciate that, and just so y'all know, Donnie poured me like the the most heady beer I've ever had in my life. I'm not a bartender. I don't know how well, to do that. Kit, you love a lot of head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we have Scott here right uh-huh. now. <laughs> that's why we're but, uh, going live. <laughs> well. It's still going to be in it. <laughs> one, of, one of many reasons. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. No, we were talking about just uh, Canada and how uh, 
You know, we think it's just a sleepy country, but no, man. It's not. It absolutely is not. The festival is amazing, and there's so many people. And what's cool is there's there's such a, a great amount of them that want, like, old-school, hard-driving country music. Yeah. And that, that caught me off guard the first year, but they're... they're oh, yeah, it's, well, it's that, strong. You know, it's red, strong up there. That's the redneck what, classes, they're, they're up there. Well, that's yeah. what... Uh, that's what's, um, Kenny was saying is that like they like what we have here at the hitching post like they don't have that there they don't have like the honky tonks yeah like, which is the, you know the whole idea behind us taking you know what we have here at the hitching post and going to Canada so that's why Chad Borman came with us you know uh, Mo and Tina are actually serving hitching post pizza up there they have their own section of the festival where you know hitching post pizza is it's it's its own thing up there it was amazing up and there i don't know what was different about the cheese but holy yeah it was crap, amazing dude. wasn't it but yeah it's taking so this good. whole vibe that we have down here at the hitching post and just transplanting that in the middle of that festival i think you know went off pretty good this year i think so you know too. we you know having the whole clan up there george gonzalez hung out with us and uh mm-hmm. you know we we had a we had a cool presence i think you know awesome. a little yeah, bit I, of arizona up in canada arizona it was good representation yeah. Who would have thought Arizona and Canada, like, people were like, hey, we should take that Arizona band up here. Well, you know, it works because, you know, there's so many folks from that festival that know us from the hitching post down here in yes. Arizona. You know, that that's that's one of the big reasons why we're there. And, uh, yeah, well, it's it's What I think is cool about that, too, is, like, kind of going back to what I was saying, where you just, like, you, you wouldn't even know that that was up there, like, as an American. Like, we're just, like, so... Mm-hmm. I don't want to say ignorant, but we just don't under we just don't understand, you know, what's up there. But it's like you know, I feel like there's a lot of people that don't understand what's in Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, right. probably a lot of Canadians don't understand what's in Arizona. So they're like this yeah. band that plays at a bar. Why are in Arizona? They here? Why are they here? <laughs> I I definitely felt that the first year, yeah. and like people checked it out, and they were kind of like, oh, we get it, and yeah, kind of like we were like, oh, we're going to a music festival in Canada. Why is that happening? All right, we rolled up there. We're like, oh, now we get it. Yeah. <laughs> to the point that you know, like all the uh, the big acts like that have come through have just been like. Man, this is like the coolest festival we've ever been to, and like yeah. a whole bunch of them are like, "Man, we would just like to come here and just hang out. We don't even have to yeah. play." Lee Bryce making that making that you know proclamation. That's a big word for me to say right now. Yeah, can you spell it? No, mm-hmm. I can't. But he, you know, yeah, have him roll in the office, and you know, you know, Grace Kenny with a praise Kenny with a you know that kind of a compliment. That's a that's an enormous deal right mm-hmm. there. I mean, that the vibe up there is. It's unspeakable, man. It's 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 home, you know. It's hometown. It's a, uh, it's cool, you know. Everybody, it's 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 a lot of love, you know. It's a, uh, it's amazing. I think the first year, when you and I walked through the the campgrounds, I mm-hmm. think you guys ran back and we we went and and walked through that. Remember that that first year? Yeah. And it was just it, the outpouring. People recognized us. People talked to us. And brought us in and, and oh, yeah. drinks and like played some of their games that they had, like yeah. the sites, you yeah. know, like the ladders or whatever it's called, and like uh, beanbags. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the cornhole, I guess yeah. we call it here. And it, it took us, uh, I don't know, it took us like an hour just to make the round. And it wasn't like we w- went like super deep into the camp, we just like, yeah, we're we, just like walking and we're like, hey, people, like, hey, go hang with us, you know, we've got to get back. Like, they're, they're just so open and so some of the friendliest people I've ever met, yeah. So. And you know, not only the friendliest, but but some of the best freaking food I've had in my whole life, man. Gorilla Q. Yes. One more time. Gorilla Q. <laughs> James. We're not even joking. <laughs> you guys James are and Dave, killer. Lisa, Gary, Chan, and all those. Yeah, people. everybody. Yeah, I, obviously, I spent the whole weekend with them. Yeah, you were very. You were. You were. Uh, yeah. Well, I appreciate barbecue. And I they, know you do. They had it going on, so I thought you know, mm-hmm. might as well. I I, I, part, I I took uh, I took advantage of a lot more catering this year than I have in the past years, Dude. and I, I'm so glad I had. You know, it, I always wanted to kind of stay out of the way, you know. But yeah, I, I you don't know, do it. You just need to take that brisket. Oh my god, man! Oh, that brisket every time I rocked it. <laughs> so Greg was telling me that like you know, except for this year, um, the corn came from somewhere else, but most of the vegetables come from their own family farm. Yeah, they said that yeah. they're yeah. they were like a few weeks off from their corn. They have corn. At their place, but it was everything was so good and so mm-hmm. fresh. It was delicious. Yeah, the bread, man. Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't even think. I think they didn't make that, but it was still really good bread. Oh, yeah, bread and butter was great. But the but yeah, the whole thing, man. And what's what's cool about them is everybody else can. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me like oh, that. You're making faces of me. I'm gonna make faces yeah. of you. But uh, yeah, Gary was talking about how much like, 
you know, how much work goes in. Gary. We're going to edit that part. You want to start that over? <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, we'll take <laughs> no. that. We'll take that part out. <laughs> so he says. Yeah, but, I've had but, a few beverages. Yeah. What's cool about the him is you know everybody else can just throw their food together, but they have to plan everything out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't just make brisket when you run out. Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't know. I don't understand how, uh, you know, they could fill like such a demand, like especially last minute, because they had like several orders come up where they had to produce a certain amount of food. Yeah. I don't know, but but they but they had something particular come up where particular. they had to produce that. Yeah. And then on the spot right there, you know, they had to do that. You know, yeah. and that, that's that's a pretty impressive deal right there. Tough order. Yeah, very tough order. Uh, but that's why they don't sleep. No, they don't. Like, as, uh, I think it was Dave was telling me, he's like, I've been up for 16 hours, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not even done yet. I'm like, dude, and you smell like you've been living inside of the smoker, just so you know. <laughs> like, yeah, this I didn't mind that away. so much. He's like, this doesn't go away. I'm like. Good thing, you know, it smells good. The ladies like that. It's not like you're, you know, in a manure pit or something, right. you know, all day. And you, you, you've been really good friends with all of them, you know, since, like, day one. Well, yeah, well, since Sunday of the first year, I think I, uh, the way I met them is I, I think I rolled up uh, on Kenny's golf cart. <laughs> yeah. With, with the half, remember the, the bottle of Jack we didn't finish? I remember, yeah. I went rolling around the campgrounds mm-hmm. on uh, Kenny's golf cart, and I, that was the only thing going on, so I roll up to their their campground with a bottle of Jack Daniels half drink and his, Kenny's golf cart. That's my boy. And uh, so <laughs> they had questions, yeah. like, and, and you had uh, answers. You were more ha- more than happy to oblige in their their answers. Yeah, there. we hung out that first night, and then we were pretty much kindred souls. And uh, so since I like to try and learn how to barbecue, I, I it bothered James. All year long, and then last year, yeah, uh, and then this year, yeah, we just I kind of set up camp, and uh, they let me stash alcohol there, and yeah, I noticed drink, and I noticed that you know, on our you know this year, our third year, you know, you spent a lot of, you spent as much time playing guitar as you did like hauling catering, you know, helping yeah. those boys out. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I spent as much time hauling, but yeah, I'm, I'm sitting around. Well, you did your fair share of you know moving uh, food. Well, just I think everybody. It's the same. It, I think it's the same thing at that festival. I don't feel like I did very much to help them, but I think it's the same thing that that we talked about earlier. That Kenny, from the top down, if something needs to be done at that festival, uh, and, and you see it, you you better get involved in it. Yeah. And uh, just with how much he works, how do you how do you yeah, how do you not how do you yeah. say I'm I'm not going to do that or I'm not going to push a urinal or I'm not going to right go do this and I just think that that's what's so special about that place is yeah. I, I don't I've never seen that before where so many people are are, are so willing to just dive in and do yeah whatever they can right. so I don't think I did much like, you know mostly I was sitting around and, and drinking whiskey nah. and uh, every now and then I'm fortunately I'm built for lifting heavy things <laughs> so yeah I can do that and uh, you sit down and then we'll go do this and it takes 30 seconds but 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 I think it comes from from Kenny down and oh, yeah what's that more hands make makes easier work or something is that, is that the same hands make light work there you go yeah, that's it so that's what you you fully went into that dude well, yeah, I think we all have. It's though. proud that you know to be a part of that. You know, I, I, I think that's pretty amazing, though. How you know the involvement from year one till now, mm-hmm. we're kind of feel at home there. Yeah, yeah. no, and, definitely. Well, you know, what's funny about that is, like, I don't know about you boys, but you know, I felt right at home. Like the second we got there, the first year, they were mm-hmm. so inviting. You know, everybody was instant friends. You know, it was a. Uh, it's just an adventure to like. You're like, okay, what is this place like? Yeah. You know, what's this like? And then, I I was really worried. You know, the first year we went up there because you know we're we're kind of the outsiders. You know, we're we're like the group of people that are over here with everybody else there. And but like they, I never not one time that I ever feel like that. And, you know, the three years we've been doing that, you know, instant instant family. You know. No, but but now that we know the lay of the land, yes, you know, and that makes it more comfortable. No, but absolutely. yeah, the first year they, but. They came with such open arms, yeah, and it was it, that almost made it like it's kind of a little bit yeah. spooky. Put you back a little bit, yeah, yeah. Your seat. I do love it up there. Great, good people. Yeah, I want to go back up there, and just hang out. Not even necessarily. I'd like to just go and see some of the scene that's up there as far as no, music so outside I. of the festival, and just going to uh, Bellingham yeah. and just that whole area. Go hit up Seattle. I like, had. An amazing time in Bellingham, dude. I would. Like, I want to bring, bring my wife up there. Like, yeah, we so were talking bad. about the same thing. 
you know, uh, me and Heather going up there and spending yeah. a couple of days, you know, Puget Sound, great. that whole area. I don't know what it is about that, but I'm fascinated with like the fishing culture, you know, and and uh, like I, I think it's just gorgeous, man. Well, the only thing I was missing when we were up there, I think I told you, and you kind of blew me off a little bit, but you know, like you have like the fuzzy turtleneck and the <laughs> you know the fishing hat and whatever. Yeah, yeah, and get some hot off. cocoa, <laughs> dude. I just, I, I just sweat a lot. So <laughs> I, I was joking about that, by the way. <laughs> I would ter- totally rock a turtleneck. Though. I would. I would rock a turtleneck. You would if it came down to it. You would have the the turtleneck on green. Oh, I think I'm right. I think it'd be cool though to go down like kind of by like, like in the Cascade Mountains a little bit, like where it's basically like yeah. you're in a rainforest. Yeah. But it's not a not a rainforest. It's like just evergreen trees and right. stuff like that. You know, it's just insane. You know, yeah. find some Sasquatch. <laughs> I, I'm looking. I'll look for some Bigfoot. I'm not even scared. I, I and saw, it's probably just Scott, but, you know, I'll, I'll still say I spotted one. <laughs> What's funny about that is there was one point where I was a little scared for my life because uh, we were playing on the river stage at, at Merritt. And um, so that river stage, like you're, we're facing a river, but right behind it on the side there's like a big, thick, you know, brush kind of forest thing. And and uh, I caught a glimpse of uh, this big, you know, burly figure, like, you know, stomping through the woods. And I got a little nervous. It was Chad Borman. <laughs> That's funny. So it was a relief, but uh, he, he he could pull off a Sasquatch. Yeah, he could. He's a, little, a lovable I, I was, Sasquatch. I was a little scared. Well, he, he was on the hunt. I'm he's certain. like the, the Jack Link Sasquatch. Chad was, yeah. <laughs> Messing with Chad Borman. <laughs> it's hard to follow him. Kind of, I think camera it, crew. Yeah, it right. would be. He's, he's a big guy, but he's quick on his feet. Yeah, he's yeah. nimble. Nimble, I think, is what I would call it. I don't know if nimble is the right word, but... <laughs> Just give him nimble. Come on, I'll give him. Don't take that away okay. from him. It was cool having like you know all my buds up there. You know, it was a lot of fun. You know, and all of our buds um, having Chad and George hang out with us. You know, getting to see. You know, what was cool is uh, you know they know Kenny. You know, from him because you know Kenny has a house down here in Gold Canyon, so he comes into the Hitchin Post and hangs out with us. You know, from time to time. Not so much last year because he's doing the tour. Yeah. But um, you know, they know him from here at the Hitching Post. As a uh, you know, one of my one of my buds, he gets up and plays with us. But you know, getting to watch them see Kenny of you like know, who he is, yeah. <laughs> you know, that that was that was really cool for me. You know, it was a uh, it was fun to watch George's face light up. You know, okay, so the last night we were there, we did the big jam session, the closeout thing, mm-hmm. and uh, there was one point where I'm standing back playing guitar, Kenny's singing. I think we're doing like you know something like a standard, like Work a Man Blues or something. But uh, Kenny looks over at George and has George take a take a ride on the guitar for a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, puts his arm around George and like you know calls him his buddy and stuff. And I saw George just <laughs> just just his face just light up, and that was that was a really cool moment for me. Yeah. You know, watching these boys like see, you know, see what it really is. But that's you know? like the inviting part. That's like what you're talking about. Yeah, like yeah. It just just continues to show. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, and that's what's funny about Kenny because they see him in here, and he's just sitting over there drinking his diet coke and <laughs> right. hanging out, and they don't. Sorry about that. Kid. Oh, you're fine. And uh, but they don't. They, they don't, don't know. See him on a on a big stage and something he's done his whole life, or he's or the festival. What he yeah. everybody knows him there. Yeah. And he's uh, he's a big presence. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to. Uh, so the 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 tour that Kenny's doing right now is the Legends of Songwriting tour, which he's doing with. Uh, um, on a regular basis, with John Ellis is playing steel, mm-hmm. Mike Shanishan yep. is playing fiddle, Tom's playing flat top, and they're doing a tour around Canada where they they do a bunch of um, standards, and then Kenny tells stories about you know the stories behind those songs because you know Kenny knows you know he uh, he was very much a part of all those songwriters' life for a long time. In fact, Kenny worked under. It was in the last podcast. I can't, I can't remember, remember what his name, his name right is. But uh, they, they, he wrote Hard X by the Number, you know. Yeah. So Kenny has all the insight on all this stuff. Um, so those those boys are coming back down here for February um, to do the Southwest, you know, arm of the tour. And uh, we're going to get them down here at the Hitching Post and do full band. Um, it's going to be awesome. We're do a couple days here at the Hitching Post, ticket a ticket audience, and uh, to, like, you know, expose, like, you know, the folks that we know around here, to what? a little bit of what yeah, happens up in Canada is, is is something I'm really looking forward to. It's going to be a cool thing. Absolutely. It'll be cool, too, because then we can play some of his songs, too. Absolutely. But, you know, I don't think he's been doing that on this tour. Mm-mm. No, he's just been doing, uh, you know, the big ones, you know, the big hits. Yeah. He keeps threatening that he's going to bring us on the, on that tour with him. 
Yeah, well, I think that that that, that opportunity in February is going to make it happen. You know, it's it's. Uh, I'm going to look know. amazing in a nudie suit. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way in hell I'm wearing a nudie suit. <laughs> I don't think there's any way in My, hell Kit can sit down wearing one. <laughs> <laughs> My body is not built, you know, built for a nudie suit, and I know yours isn't. No. I know, you know, I've, I've, I've been on the road with you. I know what your body looks like. <laughs> it doesn't look good nudie, let alone a suit. <laughs> Does Kenny wear one? Oh yeah, he rocks uh, that. Yeah, yeah he rocks that stuff. Yeah. yeah, rocks it like a hurricane. I could. And I got a little taste of it because uh, last year they were down here. You know, the whole group was down here doing. Uh, um, like a showcase performance, and I, I I sat in for Tom while Tom was up in Canada, you know, doing his doing his gig up there, and uh, so I got a little taste of it. It's 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 pretty cool, man. Um, you know, I had to I had to wear the whole cowboy hat, you know, the suit jacket, the whole thing. Um, so I'm not looking forward to a nudie suit, but um, <laughs> you'll do what you got. I'll do. do it for Kenny. <laughs> why why didn't we get pictures of that? <laughs> Because I was taking mental. Pictures. I look like Hoss from Bonanza when I wear a cowboy hat. It's not a. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not a pretty sight, dude. I. I don't even know what I'd look like with a cowboy hat. I feel like I'd be. I've seen you difference. with a cowboy hat. I've seen you with a cowboy mm-hmm. hat you, and the silver glasses, and you look like Hank Jr. One hundred percent. One hundred. That's one of the best pictures ever. <laughs> right. And I and I've sold that off as like I'm hanging with Hank Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like. Pretty close. That's pretty close. And you say that, and then I'm sitting there just like I feel like a doofus, <laughs> like a dork. Well, you're a doofus anyway. Uh, yeah, but that's like one of those things where I'm just like, oh my god, I'm a poser. <laughs> like, Which brings me now. to another point I like to talk about with you. Yes. I'm. Uh, never mind. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> All right. I feel well, like we should do go. that right now. Now everybody wants to know. Okay, so when Brian Cuban introduced us, you know we. Uh, Got to know each other because I was in need of a drummer when I was playing up in at the Buffalo Chip in Cave Creek, and I was looking for a, a country drummer, and I was introduced to you, which was not <laughs> a country drummer. Not the country drummer. And you come from like you know the fish world. <laughs> fish world. So my question for you is like you know you've been with me for eight years now. Uh-huh. You know you feel like this is going to be a loaded question here. All right, bring it. Not not loaded, but. <laughs> I'm curious, like, what your opinion is now of, like, I mean, you probably thought country was was extremely hokey or something before I this. I absolutely did. So, if I'm 100%, like, completely honest about that, I did, and it took me a while. I Okay. Tell us. Um, as far as, uh, like, living the lifestyle goes, like, mm-hmm. I still don't think I could, like, be like, hey, I'm going to put a cowboy hat on and some cowboy boots and, like, roll in here with some, like, tight ass jeans and everybody be like hey look at kid he's totally that person well, like that, if i rolled in like that i feel like everybody'd be like i think somebody needs to kick kit's ass right now because i don't know what the hell he's doing like but um as far as uh like the music goes like i, I at first like it was completely uh it was completely different to me and it was very uh it wasn't comfortable you know like because i came in i had my idea how i needed to approach a song yeah and then, you know, after a few weeks of Cliff wanting to throttle me and then you come and giving me looks where I'm just like, I don't know what that means yet, you know. Um, eventually we'd, we'd talk about it and you'd be like, okay, it needs to be, you know, like way simpler. You need to play this song. Like especially like if we got into like a, like a, just like a Waylon song or, you know, Keith Whitley song, you know, yeah. where it's just like um, it's – not a whole lot. Like you kept say, you keep saying or kept saying uh, that it was a drum machine, you know. And like, I would take that literally. I'm just like, okay, so I'm just gonna dink, 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 and just like, yeah, no, that's absolutely what I want. I'm like, well, that's really hard for me, you know. Yeah. Like, it made it really hard, and that's so that's actually what made it like a, a little bit of a, uh, um, what's the word? Made it so that I had to work at it, and that's not what the word I'm trying to say, but it was something that I had to completely change my approach to playing drums and my completely change my approach to playing with a band. Yeah, and that made it really fun and really interesting for me because I had to be engaged with what I was doing and really think about what I was doing and you know make sure that I was approaching it like I was, you know fitting into this song as opposed to just, you know, playing over and just doing whatever the hell I wanted. Yeah. So 
as far as uh, that goes, like I've got a whole new appreciation for what makes a song, you know, interesting. Like uh, when I I used to look at country songs like it was like simple. Like I used to think they were just simple songs. And and most people like, do. And and uh, it's completely changed now. It's like it, it's it's more like you have to know what the focus is. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah total so sense. like. Uh, that that's made me appreciate that, and it's a and it's it's changed my approach on how I handle like other styles of music. Where back in the day, I came from like a progressive rock kind of thing, and it was just yeah. like, all right, just play, you know, yeah. and just do whatever. And if it lines up with anybody else, you can point at each other on stage and be like, yeah, that was an accident, you know. But you know, with this, it's just like, all right, you know what you're gonna play. Everybody has their spots that they kind of show off a little bit, but um. You, the drummer doesn't tend to do that. You're just there laying it down, having a solid groove, uh, and you're just making sure there's room for everybody else. Sometimes we have our cool stuff with, like, the uh, bluegrass type stuff or a little bit rocking, but for the yeah. most part, it's just, like, like making sure that I understood where I fit, you know, in the picture. Yeah, and that, that's a big point right there. You know, and the reason I brought that up was, so I've known you for mm-hmm. almost nine years now. Mm-hmm. And when I first met you, you know, it was very much a progressive rock kind of thing. You know, that's the attitude that you had. And you've come from, you know, somebody who's, you would not consider yourself to be a country folk at all, you know, you know, to where you are now, which is, you spent the last week, you know, getting, you know, highly praised by one of the biggest producers in Canada of country music. (laughs) Who would have thought? Who would have (laughs) thought? I would have thought. Um but you know you, that that's a that's a pretty big you know growth right there you know absolutely and, and uh, um I totally forgot what I was gonna say right there you love me <laughs> you like looking at well, my don't eyes. go that far <laughs> don't go that far I'm proud of you though well, you know, I appreciate you, you, that you it's not that you've come a long way because you know you haven't you've always been a tremendous musician but it, it's cool to to see you know you you know be accepted by other people other than other than me you know uh, mm-hmm. people that you know really are involved in all this stuff um and only because of you being who you are and mm-hmm. you know knowing music as much as you do but what i think you're you're wrong about is you know country playing country music and and you know being a country musician is not about you know, it's not about wearing a cowboy hat or tight jeans or that's cowboy boots it's, absolutely that's, that's what i realized <laughs> You know, I, I, it's, you know, country is, country is, isn't just the stereotype, you know, country is like, uh, you know, carrying on a tradition, um, a, a, a sonic tradition, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, we've all been handed down to us from whatever genre that, that would be, you know, Absolutely. and, uh, you know, you've done a really good job at that. And, Thank you. And now you have Tom McKillop. Loving you. Was that was that a view straight to Tom? That right was there? right for Tom. <laughs> what it was funny talking to Tom though, because I did have like a, you know for the first time because the first two years we played with that dude, um, we didn't really talk a whole lot because we never really had any time because he was out when he was done, and yeah. beforehand we never had a real rehearsal. So as far as it all went, we all just kind of got together. We're like, hey, this is how we're counting off this song, or we're playing it in this key, or who has this intro, you know? Like, it wasn't really like, you know, yeah. hey, I'm Tom, you know, this is what I do. And, like, you know, didn't really have the whole introduction, so we actually had a, had a sit-down there, and he he asked me where my background was. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I'm actually a rocker. Well, you know, that's what everybody would say, you know, that I came from a rock background and drum corps. And he was like, Really? It's like usually you can sit down and you could tell when you're playing with a rock drummer. He's like, you, you didn't do that. And I was just like, hmm. Well, like, it's, am it's, I it's, chameleoned into this all right? Then, it's I guess. funny that you categorize, <laughs> categorize yourself like that, you know, as being a rock drummer. But you're not a rock drummer. Well, I don't, you're, think, you're I don't a really drummer. think that anymore. You know, you, you're, you know, you're a mathematician. You know, I'm a mathematician. Honestly, I, I mean, at math. You, you, yeah, so was I. <laughs> but I mean, you are you are a, a musician of numbers. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can count. And surprisingly, there's not a whole lot of drummers, you know, especially that I've I've ever met that that actually know how to count, that mm-hmm. know how to you know they have that internal clock, you know, that can that can read a chart, you know, mm-hmm. and like you know that that's that that that's what really got excited me about you. You know, when I first met you, was the fact that you can do that, 
you know, I think the first song that we played together, ironically, was Working Man Blues. I remember that day yeah. because you came into our little like uh, rehearsal session with like this drum set that looked like it was going to Mars or something. <laughs> and <laughs> three, two, one. And I said, just play this how you feel it. And uh, it was totally ex it was exactly what you right. expected it but, to be. But what I heard in that was, you know, you know, I, 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 your meter. You know, I heard your meter. Mm -hmm. So I'm done fluffing you now. That's all right. I mean, if you're trying to kind of go into some of my background there, I mean, it was a, as far as my meter goes, that was that all came from drum, drum core. core. Like everything that was ever done, it's all rudiments. Like, and, and for laymen, you know, it's uh, it's like how to make your hands and your feet and everything about you. Like, like there's so many rhythms, right? Like you can play something like da 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 da, right? But you, it's not necessarily always going to be right left right left. It might be right left right right or left right left left or yeah. you know different stickings, you know, and they they have different called called rudiments when you start changing it up like that. So because of that, you have to understand how that lines up to the metronome and the click. Yeah, and then when you're in drum corps, you have to do everything with your feet moving, like you're walking or marching, right? Yeah. Um, so you have to understand not only how those rhythms work with the metronome, but you got to understand how they work with your feet, and then you got to understand how all these rhythms fit into a measure of, we'll just say four four in this instance. Yeah, and uh, that really helped me a lot with figuring out, you know, how to make high, you know, my hi hat needs to play this. That's giving me my main time. My snare drum needs to fall at this certain point with my hands, and then the same thing with my feet. But going into that, you know, when I started playing with Donnie Grubb Band, um, that's what I appreciated about That's what really, I mean, I, like we said, I, I came into this as a rock drummer. Yeah. And, uh, and who would have thought I would be here for almost nine years? Yeah, not only here, but as somebody who is, like, sought after by everybody that I ever come across, especially here in town, you know, Kit Halloff is the drummer. He's the guy in town, you know. Well, that's and, nice uh, of you to say. Well, I, I'm not giving you any more money. I haven't but. really experienced that, but that's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. The point that I was about to make, though, is that, like, the, the big thing that really made that awesome was, one, um, I could play with Cliff. Yeah. You know, once me and Cliff kind of figured out what we were doing, that made it awesome. And then two, like working with you and your solos and just playing in general, like the fact, like I, I don't, I haven't played with a lot of guitarists that understand rhythm themselves. Yeah. Usually it's just, okay, here's a solo. Hopefully I get to the end of it and I finish it with everybody, you know, yeah. like the, the, the rhythm is just kind of a guideline, you know, yeah. but like you, you definitely like, I think uh, there's not a lot of guitarists that could sit down, excuse me, sit down to a uh, click track and play the same thing twice. Well, I, I get off on that. You know, that that's always been my thing, man. You is, can. <laughs> is I, I love that. I love playing with a click. I love mm -hmm. playing with a metronome. I you know what I what the honestly the truth mm -hmm. is is I'm a guitar player who always wanted to be a drummer. <laughs> and I, I, I play drums in uh no, like junior high and school. You're much and better drummer than I am a guitar player. <laughs> I no, I'm not. But thank you. But uh <laughs> But you know, I I pride myself on you know on counting also. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's a that's a big deal to me. You know, you know, repeating things and you know uh, continuity is a huge thing. Absolutely, you know, that, that's what makes a band tight is continuity. Absolutely, um, I absolutely agree with that. And that's another thing that I really liked is that we would set definitions. And like early on in the game, I remember like us being like. I remember getting a few looks from everybody being like, hey, man, that's not the right time. So then the cliff would give me a time, and then we play it that way. And then I'd have you turn back to me and be like, hey, man, that wasn't the right time on that. I'm like, but cliff, get All right. And I'm like, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to bring in a metronome. I'm going to play with that every time, and then all y'all can screw off. Screw off. <laughs> I love that. I, I, you know, I rarely have I ever gotten, you know, I'm, I'm spoiled now. I don't know how I'm ever going to go back to it if I, if, you know, inevitably you get off, you know, on, you know, on a big gig, but, um, you know, you know, getting to play with a guy who understands a click is, you know, it's like playing in heaven every night, even on the worst freaking nights, you know, when nothing's working and right, that is always working, you know, and that, that's a, that's a cool thing. I'm not giving you any more money. It's okay. You don't. You don't have to. I'm, I'll <laughs> ask for that next year. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm done fluffing Kit. Well, let's fluff yeah. Scott now. It's Scott's oh, fluffing. That's, that's gonna be a short conversation. <laughs> <laughs> done. Bathroom so, yeah, uh, break after that. Well, I said Scott's name. I think we're done now. <laughs> that, that pretty much covers it. 
Well, Scott's funny because we met him because he knows he knew what Donnie's guitar was. Craziest thing in the <laughs> world, man. So Scott rolls into the Buffalo Chip one night. We're playing with, uh, well, we're playing somebody up in, who should in, not in be bu- named. We're playing up at the Buffalo Chip in Cave Creek, and uh, you know, Scott comes rolling in. You know, just another guy. First of all, this is gonna people are gonna hate me for saying this, but. Like, nobody ever asked me for a Wayland song in Cave Creek, ever, ever, <laughs> you know, except for Scott. Except for Scott. Scott comes up and said, hey, do you know any Wayland? Like, well, yeah, I know a shitload. What do you want? <laughs> I think it was like uh, Cedartown, Georgia. Yeah. No, no, it was, uh, it was Honky Talk Heroes. And, uh, no, we didn't do that. <laughs> but, <laughs> we still don't do that. <laughs> but I had, my, I had my no-caster with me that night, and he goes, he looks at me and he goes, hey, is that a, is that a no-shit no-caster? <laughs> Who the hell are you? Right? <laughs> what? How no one's ever this, asked me that right? ever, ever. Ever. Just out of the blue. Yeah. He goes, uh, he goes, you're a player. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and he goes, that's what and a player wasn't. would say. <laughs> <laughs> you would be wrong. Yeah, so Scott and I were friends right there. And Scott didn't really know how to play a whole lot back then. Still don't. From what I remember. <laughs> but you're, you're light years from where you started. <laughs> yeah, I remember, you know, so me and Scott started hanging out, and we played flat top together a little bit. And, and, I, and this that was back when we were first starting this Hitch and Post thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I think at that time, did we have a full band or well, yeah, was I doing the acoustic thing? It, it, it started, I think you guys played uh, – uh, I was married week, at that yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, shortly thereafter, I wasn't. But I think it was uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at the, the well, Buffalo Chip. Yeah, we were sharing this gig with the Buffalo Chip. You so came down here, so Tuesday, I just kind of went back and forth, and I hung yeah. out and watched you guys play. So Yeah, and Mo and Tina here at the Hitching Post, they owned another spot in Gold Canyon called the Hitching Post 2. And uh, I started doing acoustic nights down there on Wednesdays. Yeah. Whatever, or yeah, Tuesdays or whatever day it was. So I invited Scott to come out and, and uh, sit in and play guitar with me and, you know, just learn some songs or whatever. And there was one night where, <laughs> I'll never forget this, but so it's just me and Scott down at the Hitch and Post 2 in Gold Canyon. And, you know, we're just chunking along, doing acoustic songs. And, and he, he'd, he'd reach into the microphone and, and try to sing with me every once in a while. <laughs> and I'd say, on we went on break, and I said, Scott, if you lean in, then I'm coming off. You know, we can't both be singing lead at the same time. So if you're going to sing something, get up there and sing it. Don't be a bitch. Sing yeah, it. Don't Pretty be much. A bitch. <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, from that point, you know, where you know, Scott's playing, you know, a handful of chords, he knows a couple songs, you know, to now where, you know, we're, you know, playing in front of thousands of people, Scott. You know, that's, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot of ground covered in a very short mm-hmm. amount of time. We're still so, working on the volume knob. <laughs> Well, <laughs> maybe, but yeah, it, it is pretty wild. Like I, I have no idea what I'm doing, but but I remember, um, do I. I remember actually, I, I lived in Tulsa, and and it started uh, one night where I came in here, and I've been coming here where I was getting ready to move out here full, or I actually had just moved out here full time, yeah. and you you said, uh, what are you doing tomorrow night? And I'm like, well, stupid, probably coming out here <laughs> to hang out and and listen to you guys play music because it's something I've always wanted to be involved with. And you said, well, bring your flat top. I'm like, okay. So I think it was like 3.30 in the morning conversation. Yeah. Uh, and we all know how that goes. Yeah. So the next day I didn't bring it. And uh, thank right. you, whiskey. But but I didn't bring it, and you got mad at me. Yeah, I did. And uh, so the next night I brought it, and, and it, it started with like one song here. And you said you might play one song, you might play one set, you might not play at all. And it just went from this weird thing to now we can't get rid of them. Now I can't. Yeah, get rid well, of them. I just wouldn't leave, and I don't think you <laughs> thought I would. I would. I would stay here this long, but but all he told me he goes stand right here beside me, pay attention, and hang on. Sounds about right. And that's uh, and I still have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> well, that, that that and that's that's how I learned guitar, man. You know, I I remember, you know, uh, you know, growing up, you know, I le- I learned some rudimentals from my my family and. And then I started hanging out on bars at a very inappropriate age, <laughs> <laughs> and you know the That's old like a song right there. Dude. The old the old guys that you know I I I cling on to man. They they'd say uh, if you're gonna bring a guitar in, then then be prepared to you know stand here and and you know. You know, don't get in the way and just watch. You know, just learn, and that's that's that. I think that's the best way to learn. Oh, absolutely. I've got to say it's it's been one of the best 
best things in my life where it's something I always wanted to do, and I, and I still hope one of these days I'm going to figure out how to do it. But uh, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's been a great experience, you mm-hmm. know, and you guys have been so open and like, amazing. And uh, we just got back from Canada. I don't know how yeah. that's. Third time. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a cool thing, that's man. That's weird, man. Like, yeah. I don't know what happened. This may sound stupid, but. You know, the, the past eight years of us doing this thing, this Hitch and Post thing and this Downing Grub Band thing has been my favorite time playing music my whole life. I've been doing this my whole life. And, you know, what we're doing now is my favorite thing I've ever done. Absolutely. I would absolutely have to agree with that. I, th- I think it's a weird thing. Like, there's this 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 odd, like, chemistry going on ar- around everybody that's involved in this, from from people at the Hitching Post to people in Canada the people around you, um, Donnie and Kit, and that, but it's growing and it just keeps building momentum. And it seems to be year after year, there seems mm-hmm. to be more and more people yeah. that are that are pulled into the to the circle. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I feel like we're blessed, man. You know, it's yeah. a it's a it's a cool experience. You know, it's a something I never thought you know I'd ever get to do. You know, I, what we just did last week and what we've done the past couple of years. You know, it's something I never thought I'd ever see myself oh, doing. Yeah, especially, I mean, we eight played years ago. Yeah, and we got we playing got at the Buffalo out, Chip. You yeah, know, we got to play in the main stage, and yeah. we, we did an A stage yeah. slot. That's a that's a big deal. That is a huge you know, deal. That's a yeah, you had two slots on the Cowboy. main stage. Yeah, that's right. Last we did. week, by the way, we one did. of them in front of uh, like thirteen thousand people or so. Yeah, that nothing ever tops that feeling right there, man. You know, I was telling Kenny. Uh, you know, that, like, nothing ever beats that feeling of, like, you know, uh, you're focused on what you're doing, and then when you get a second to, like, breathe, you look up, and then there's a sea of thousands of people that, like, doesn't ever stop. And then everybody's, like, appreciative of what you're doing. Yeah. You know, that that, that that's an amazing feeling that, I don't know, there, there's, there's no amount of whiskey that could ever, like, equal... Yeah. Okay. So there's no amount of whiskey that could ever equal that that high that you get from mm-hmm. oh. you know from doing that. That's absolutely. No. It's such you an were sober thing. all week. I, I was sober all week. I worked you didn't my ass drink off. One, one drop, but I, I no. I, I had one drink on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So I bought a big, big bottle of Jack. I got yeah, one drink got one out of that. Drink. That, that, that might drink. be my fault. And that's Scott's turn's fault. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I will say that the co- another cool thing is you know because you guys were playing the main stage and and going out front. Um, even when it was early, uh, when you guys were doing your thing, and just how big the sound was from out front. Because thanks to you, I had these magic passes that I could walk <laughs> around back and forth. So I could go from side stage and basically right beside you where, and, and then walk out front. Mm-hmm. But going out front and just how big everything was from that from that main stage sound and then to watch the people quickly fill that place in. Yeah, it's, it's that was a, a pretty cool thing from my side because when it comes down to it, I I still love sitting around and listening to, to good old fashioned country music, yeah. and that that's never going to change. And uh, it was cool to see both sides of that, where Absolutely. you could see it from from over here. And since you guys were busy, I could go out front <laughs> and then and then listen to the other side of it. But it was just that 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 sound. Absolutely, and, and the people filing in and and just running past you to get right up to the front. And watching it, and then go back up front and see them. Like it's a pretty cool event, I think. That's got to be cool. It's got to be different too, because uh, being on the main stage, like I don't know if you noticed, but it was like it, it, it it's very quiet where we stand. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very quiet, and then like you get out to where the audience is, it's just like boom, you it, know. It, it's not, and it was like <clears> the <throat> most amazing sound out front too, where it's not. It's 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 big. Yeah. And it's it's not overly loud, but yeah, the people. That that's the that's one of the biggest difference from like you know playing you know in in the bar scene yeah. to playing the big stage, is like all the detail that you get from you know the the way the sound is set up, and like when you're playing on stage, I could hear every little tiny mistake that I'm making. Yeah. You know every I, well I can hear all the details in it. You know, and you know when we're playing in this setting, you know it's all it's a small area. You know, it's a bar thing, so it's it's all like a big just wall of sound kind of thing. You know, but uh, having that around. having that separation and that clarity is a it's a cool feeling, man. It's a it's just it's unbeatable. 
You know, it's a high that I want. I want, I want to do more I, of it. I want, I want that back. <laughs> There's still 13,000 people there, so that yeah. was cool, right? Yeah, that's that's very cool. I have a feeling like that's – I think we played mo- to more people than that Beck and Cage the Elephant concert that I went to. And oh, those, yeah. And those guys are, you know, huge, you know. Granted, they were doing this, you know, yeah. night after night. But, you know, right. you know the point I'm making. Like, it's yeah. cool being able to – It's very cool. I, I, I'm, I'm still high on this whole thing, so – yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm still geeking out about it. I sent a picture to my daughter. She still didn't care. No well, she's a teenager. <laughs> she hasn't. She doesn't know how cool her dad is. You're hanging out with rock stars. She doesn't know. Speaking of rock stars, I think you haven't. You haven't brought up last year. <laughs> so I brought it up every single Kit, podcast. Kit was a little. <laughs> Kit was a little disappointed that Chad Kroger wasn't there. I think I he, was. I think he was. Because he wanted to be a rock star. <laughs> I want to hang out with Chad again. <laughs> But but speaking, I think of, we're embarrassing him. To what you said earlier about bragging on Kit, that's another guy that was totally enthralled with Kit. Yeah, which I, that completely surprised me last well, year. To be honest, it, it, make it, fun it, of it, him or it, not, it shouldn't but. be surprising. I mean, that guy is you know a part of one of the biggest selling rock bands of all time. Yeah, and uh, two thousand, they had like. The f- number one song for the whole decade of the 2000s. Yeah, and he was all over you. He was. And, and I'm telling you, it's, you're, you're, I'm done fluffing you because I don't got any more money to give you. Mm-hmm. Just keep it coming. <laughs> Chad Kroger has some money. Mm-hmm. He does have a few dollars. I'm done talking about Kit. <laughs> My fault. Well, it is a, an hour into this thing. I Already, mean, I know you finished, you know, fluffing me there. But uh, yeah. was there anything else you wanted to speak about before? So we got the weekend of Kit, and now we got the podcast of Kit. <laughs> Which it Kit is, do you like is, better? Is the month Which of Kit. Kit do you like better? Do you like the podcast Kit or the <laughs> the, the, the drum Kit? <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you this. You know, on, on an ending note, you know, we had a lot of fun up in Canada. You know, it's an amazing trip. Every time we go, it's 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 like a break from reality for a little bit. And you know it, it's it's a hard thing to give up, but I'm I'm glad we're home. You know, it, I'd like it's, it to be reality. Coming though. back to Hitching Post, it, you know, there, nothing quite feels like coming home. You know, oh. so I'm I'm glad to be back, even with blown amplifiers and and you know whatever. It's it's still it's still good to come home. It is, but yeah, that is an amazing experience up there. Absolutely, uh, I highly suggest it. If you've never been to Canada and you like country music, even if you don't like country music, the Hang is just so cool. I would totally. I would I, anybody that I know I would say I don't care if you like country music or not you should totally go to this <laughs> like it, it's just it's, it's an experience man it's a yeah well I mean like any music festival man it's a it's all about community it's all about but like we're saying yeah. like any it's not like any festival like it's like it's the unique. people are awesome the people are cool oh, yeah. yeah the experience like it's just the the whole vibe of the thing is just it's just awesome. So, I mean, honestly, I would tell anybody that I know that that is absolutely a place I would go and check out. I would say if you're going to go to one music festival for your whole life. Yeah. Wow. Rock and River Music Festival. Rock and River. That's saying some Merit, cool stuff right 2020. there. Because <laughs> like, if you're just – I've been yeah, to I, a few, and I've never experienced anything like that in my entire life. Yeah, and I can't wait for next year because you know why? Oh, let's talk about it. Keith Urban, baby. Keith Urban, Keith Urban is headlining next year. That's going to be a good time. I can't I'm wait. looking so, forward to that. It's going to be awesome. I do appreciate also. some Keith Urban. I really do. I appreciate me some Keith Urbans for all our Letter Kenny friends out there. <laughs> You're a dork. That show's fantastic. Well, I'm out of whiskey, man. I'm out of beer. I've been out of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, everybody have a great week. Don't forget to check out YouTube. Check out Facebook. Check out the podcast apps. We're going to be on all those. And don't what? forget to check out the Hitching Post. Uh, the, Hitching the Hitching Post. Post. Yeah. Where you're actually we're playing live. Yep. We're Kenny here Thursday, Hicks. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Don't forget right. that. Right Kenny here. Hess, Rock and River Fest, and all that fun stuff. You ready for our trip to Minnesota? Yes. I am, too. It's going to be nice and cool it's again be compared fun. to this place. <laughs> we are playing with Lone Star. Lone Star. Really? Lone Star. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's I love awesome. Lone Star. I still do. I don't want to say loved. I love Lone Star. They're a great band. Continue. So yeah, we're gonna be at Raleigh's Long Necks and Wrong, Rednecks and Long Necks, Long Necks and Rednecks, in St. Cloud, Minnesota, Mm -hmm. on what day? September seventh. September seventh. 
Of with the, Lone Star. The, the year of the Lord, 2019. That's the one. Mm-hmm. All yes. right. Well, I'm tired. Let's go home. All right. Peace. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't done so, please go and check out our Facebook page and leave a like on that. We are also on YouTube, and we would really appreciate it if you hit the subscribe button and the little bell icon. Uh, Feel free to leave us any comments. We do read them, and we'd like to respond to you. Also, if you haven't done so yet, go check us out on your favorite podcast app. We should be on there. Hit a subscribe on that, and you can listen to us, uh, just our beautiful vocal cords only. Again, we appreciate it. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week.